Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Talco. I'm your host, Chris, with... Nate, who currently has a mouthful of green beans. Oh, I picked the perfect time. Green bean mouth, Nate himself. Um... <laughs> yes, that's what they call me on the streets. Mr. Green Bean. <laughs> I don't know why I like that so much. I don't like it. It's stupid. But I love it because it's stupid. My head is in a bad... Hold on. I... Okay. This is exactly why I didn't turn my camera on. Why? Well, not exactly. I'm also eating, so I don't want people like see me marching on camera. Then stop eating on camera, Nate. Jeez. I'm hungry, yo. I am too. That's why I downed two five beefy five there burritos. Actually, most I of most two of them. toaster strudels the entire day. Ah, well, I had a sandwich at like nine o'clock in the morning. There was no food in my house. I sleep during the day, so I didn't get to go to the grocery store. Why did you and ordering s- food is expensive. Why, why did you sleep through the day? Because that's just what I do. <laughs> I don't like being awake during daylight hours. I do. I'm a mor- I'm a morning person, but I'm also a night person. I'm a person. Greeting, fellow human. I do not require your sustenance. Um. Yeah. So, Nate, it's been one week. Now, uh, it has been <laughs> a, you know, I, you know, some news has happened, I'm sure. I've, I've been paying attention to it. I've been following it. Um, we're going to do an entire separate special episode of some of those news topics. Uh, but most importantly, two big things happened on the same fucking day. And I hate them for that reason, but I love them for the amount of things we got for those reasons, for because of those things. Words, words, words. Nate, do you know what happened? Uh, the game trailer awards. Well, just game awards. Trailer awards. Yeah. And um, <laughs> why do you keep putting trailer in there? Game trailers no longer exists. Game preview awards. Well, no, it's awards. just game awards. <laughs> Definitely not that. Um. Nobody, game awards, where nobody gives a shit about the awards. Nobody gives a shit about the awards, or apparently the games that are already out that are supposed to get those awards, because they fast-track through so many categories. Wow. No, no kidding. Um, and at the same time, while that was happening, or right before that was happening, Disney had their investor meeting, which was basically Disney saying, look at all the shit that we own and we're making. Um, yeah, the investor meeting is, hey... Here's new IPs. Please invest. <laughs> yeah, and I love all of it, and I can't wait for all of it. Um, we know one of you fifty billionaires in our crowd has enough money to to just completely pay for one of these projects. <gasps> they finally fixed it! Yay! Sorry, you can finally bounce you the uni, or Iron Man Iron Man's Unibeam off of Captain America's shield. Cool. Which amplifies the beam's damage, which is fucking awesome. Um, I guess real quick, before we get into the massive drop of all the news, we can talk about some very minor <laughs> things with uh, a game Nate's currently playing. Moment. Cyberpunk Seven <clears throat> uh, Alright, so... Well, I want to talk about two things, really, right now, and that's about it for now. Um... Okay. Cyberpunk tries to murder people. 
through epilepsy. But they have patched it, supposedly. Um, yes, they have. And we're not even going into the absolute ridiculous bullshit of people basically sending sending messages to people complaining about the epilepsy and then trying to cause them more epileptic, epileptic seizures. I can't say that word. Yes. Um, there's an issue with a certain part in the story early on where you, um, people saw this in preview, so this isn't exactly a spoiler, but you enter what's called a brain dance. It's like a drug thing, right? It's more of like a VR thing almost. Um, but it is connected to your synapses in your head. So you are actually experiencing more or less another person's memory, mm -hmm. but you can also experience those memories from a third party perspective and see things that they weren't even that they saw and heard and smelt and touched and all but that it stuff wasn't like, like that, that we're consciously aware that. of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the scene in, in particular, when this girl puts the headset on you, so you enter this brain dance for the first time, involves some very bright flashing lights. Mm -hmm. And that's the one scene that people were complaining about. The thing that a lot of people were kind of upset with CDPR about was that they had no... They put an epileptic seizure war warning in their EULA. Yeah, but, but not anything else. But didn't put one on the front of the game. Now, when I loaded the game up for the first time, I did see the seizure. Yeah, you had already gotten that patch. That wasn't even part of the day one patch. That was a, uh, a subsequent patch that they added to it. Yeah. To their credit, they did release it very early because I started playing that game at midnight when yeah. it was launched. So. Um, but yeah, you, uh, you, uh, you were the only one in the group, I think, that has gotten their hands on it. Dave hasn't gotten around to it, and I will never because I have no, I have absolutely no interest in the game. Um, but the other more entertaining thing uh, is the fact that genitals don't like staying underneath their clothing. Yeah. So I found out with both genders, no, with both body types, I should say. Yeah, boobs and dicks, just all out there for yeah. everyone to see. So both body types have this issue. On the female body type, it's with the tits. On the male body type, it's with the dicks. But you can put any genitals you want on any body type you want, so it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. um, you can even turn the genitals just completely off, which is what I did with my character for streaming purposes. Later oh. found out, of course, there's a censorship mode in the game for streaming purposes. <laughs> you, removed, but, uh, you fucking removed your character's dick for no reason. Well, here's the thing. It isn't just like removing the dick. It's you're, If you're in a guy body type, if you're in a male body type, oh, you lose right options, don't you? I don't know. You're just, I haven't gotten that far, but you're just wearing boxers. Mm. Like, you're wearing nothing. That's all there is. It's not like you you decided to go eunuch. I'm pretty yeah. sure that is an option in the game, but... <laughs> um, no, there's there's plenty of different options for customizing your character. They're not as in-depth as I would have liked, but they're there. Yeah, a um, lot of people are actually really upset with the lack of uh, <laughs> detail you can actually put into your character for something that was being like when it was originally being shown off people were praising the character customization no it's not nearly as in depth as, as people thought it would be. it's nowhere near like Black Desert Black Desert right? yeah Black Desert um, Black Desert is basically like plastic surgeon simulator for the first like two hours of gameplay because all you're doing is customizing yeah. your character <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Um, for me, anyway, um, without spoiling anything, general gameplay experience overall is good. Um, I am experiencing crashes. I'm not sure if that has to do with my hardware. The hardware I have, by the way, for anyone wondering, I did a short video on our on our Twitch channel about it. 
um, where I benchmarked everything and showed off what I'm running. The hardware I have is in line with the specs to run the game on Ultra. Mm-hmm. The game does run on Ultra. It's not that it's like not running. The game runs on Ultra. <laughs> but the issue is, is I keep running into crashes. And I think it has something to do with VRAM usage and how many things the game is trying to render at the same time. You just pronounce Bram? No. <laughs> but um, if you look at games like GTA V, for example, and how many issues people have with things like pop-in and stuttering and screen tearing in that game when it first launched, this game is above the graphical quality <clears throat> of even that. And it's trying to render almost as many things as that. So you have to imagine it's taking a total of GPU, GPU usage. And CPR had come out and said... This game will still not run perfectly on a 3090, which is NVIDIA's flagship graphics card right now. Yep. So, like, I cannot sit here and say, oh, well, I built a shitty computer or I played my hardware. There's just something in there that I'm not fully understanding. Every time the game crashes now, I send a bug report. Yeah. Um, So, I'm just letting that ride until they find out what's going on. So, I have, uh, I'll just say friend of the show, but my friend Liz... They have also been playing the game, and basically they broke it down. They've done, played for about eight hours, uh, and they decided to call it an unfinished game. Because um, they say, I really enjoy the gameplay itself, but there are too many bugs and glitches to say it's done. They should have just admitted defeat and delayed until 2021, or they should have hired more staff. Uh, it is really pretty on next gen. Sorry to my friends playing on PS4, Xbox One. I've seen the horror stories. Uh, the inventory system and menus are whack as fuck. I've never felt so much rage trying to use a menu. I'm constantly misclicking, getting lost. Menus should be intuitive and easy to use. Um, that goes on to other things. I mean, drive. It's, they say driving's wonky. But I'm like, I feel like most... It's hard. I, I don't think there are many non-driving games that the driving feels good. So, if you remember back to the original Watch Dogs, right, and everyone complained about how bad the driving was in that mm-hmm. Um, This game, by no means, with driving is like fucking Forza Horizon levels of greatness, but it's not as bad as Watch Dogs either. Okay. Um, so, it's a nice... Driving is... Is it like... on a mouse and keyboard, the best way I can describe it, it is... Grand Theft Auto Five. Is it anywhere near Grand Theft Auto Five? Because I actually really enjoy the driving in Grand Theft Auto. So... It's similar to that, except every vehicle feels like it's either got really bad brakes or weighs a fucking ton for some reason. Oh, okay. When you stomp on the brakes, even on PC, where like you've just got one key to do it with, so you know you're full tilt on those brakes every time you press that key, mm-hmm. those cars just sail for distance. Oh, wow. Motorcycles lose almost entire control if you slam on the brake. Damn. Um, so I have been riding around a motorcycle that I got from one of the main characters early on in the game, and... Basically having to drift the thing around corners because it's just impossible to control sometimes mm-hmm. if you're on the brakes. <laughs> um, with a mouse and keyboard, it's understandable that driving would be wonky because, again, you're either all the way on the gas or all the way on the brakes, and your steering is just full tilt left or right. You have no controller for that. Um, with a mouse and key or with a controller, I'm pretty sure it'd feel a lot more intuitive, a lot simpler, and a lot easier to drive around. But that's what you that's what you pay for choosing certain inputs. Um, the driving isn't by any way, by any means, like a game ruining experience. It's not going to make you be like, "Oh well, fuck this game. I don't want to play." Oh it. yeah, it's just I know, you know games annoying. Um, yeah, all right, cool. Uh, 
Now let's get into everything. Fuck it. We're going to go through everything. We're going to go through Game Awards first because <laughs> they have less information to talk about. Um, we're not going to talk about the winners. Uh, congratulations to everyone that won things besides Last of Us 2. Um, I'm not in any way saying that Last of Us didn't doesn't deserve anything. But, like, there's even an article, I think Kotaku posted it, about if your game went through crunch or whatever, basically it was like, you should not get best direction if you your game publicly went through some really horrible crunch. Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, sad, I, I don't want to say sadly. Like, yes, congratulations to everybody that worked on that game um, for all, I think they won six or seven awards this year, uh, including best, best or game of the year. Um, which, in my opinion, still should have gone to Animal Crossing. Uh, no, of everything in that in that list, everything that I had played, because I hadn't played, obviously I didn't play Last of Us. Um, I also didn't play Ghost of Tsushima, which looks great. I wanted to play the shit out of that, in all honesty. I, out of the people I know who have played both, they would have preferred Ghost of Tsushima over the Last of Us yeah. part. Oh yeah, Leslie and I were talking about it on stream about it. Um, but we, uh, <laughs> Leslie had actually called for them to win. She had been calling that her game of the year up until she played Hades. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, I get it. I completely understand Hades is a fantastic game. I, I want it to win as many awards as it can. Um, <laughs> but I still think Animal Crossing 2020, in my mind, will have Animal Crossing. Um, Animal Crossing and Among Us will be tied to 2020 for me forever. And Fall Guys probably too, because it's a weird mashup of both of them. Um, as in nice and funny and happy times and murdering your friends. I would uh, definitely give it to Among Us just because... So, and that's the thing. Among Us can technically not get Game of the Year because it is a two-year-old game or something like that. That's true. I mean, at the same time for it being that old, the oh. fact that it's generated so much buzz in the gaming community this year alone... Oh, yeah, it's crazy. ...appealed to so many people play so many different types of games usually uh, I know they won I believe they won two awards um, which was great because like they were there to announce the new content coming to the game uh, so then it was nice to hear them Them they were fucking adorable I think it's only like five people that work on the team <clears throat> I mean they're really if you look at the way the game is if you just I guess if you're versed in game design like I am I mean I have a fucking degree in it so that's not many people I know but you look at the way the game... Yep, that was a flex, everyone. <laughs> not a flex. Um, I'm not a good game designer. I, I haven't made a fucking decent game in my entire life. Oh, I didn't but... say it was a good flex. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, looking at the at the way the pieces of the game come together. How they work together, how the animation is done, how the assets are made, and how the game sort of just ties all those things together to make this very simplistic, but also very brilliant sort of amalgamation of parts. I mean, the game, for all intents and purposes, is not that complex. Mm -hmm. It's not Cyberpunk. It's not GTA. It's not Call of Duty. You know, it's not processing a billion things at the same time and blowing your mind with its graphics. It is visually appealing enough and simplistic enough in its gameplay. The complexity comes from the way the game was meant to be played. That's what draws people in. Um, being able to 
basically sit around with a bunch of friends and bullshit them into thinking you're not murdering them all. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprisingly good at it. I don't know why. <laughs> because no one ever suspects you of anything. Oh, I don't know why. I Literally, anytime I talk about games, I talk about how much I love murdering people. You'll, you'll be sad to know that you cannot murder any children in the cyber. What the fuck is this? Fallout? <laughs> this lamplight all over again. Biggest disappointment of my entire life is little lamplight. The difference in Fallout is you could try to shoot a child. They were just invincible. And if you did, then they would beat you to death. <laughs> in yeah. Cyberpunk, you can't even aim your gun at a child. <laughs> um, all right. So, like I said, congrats to everybody. Even to, you know, you know, yeah. Naughty dog. Naughty dog. As, uh, no. <laughs> were you watching? Did you watch the stream with us, or were you just doing things? I was watching. Okay, yeah, that's right, because you jumped in talking about the furry game. Yes, somehow, somehow going nothing Turn your goddamn phone off. <laughs> um, yeah, you were there because I remember we also <laughs> we took our perfect bathroom break timing to Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, whatever works. We don't give a shit. You gave a shit. You were here for it. Um, so yeah, we're, so these fuck, are what? Do you say fuck Call of Duty? Yes. Oh, okay. So this is in no way um, in order of when things happened. It's just a list of all the things coming out. Uh, I will hype up more things I'm more excited about. Um, not even the game itself, because this isn't something. The first thing on the list is uh, Loop Hero which is the new Devolver digital game. I don't care about this game. I won't play this game. I love Devolver. Um, but the reason I, I want to bring it up more than anything is the fact that Devolver Digital basically came out. They made a little trailer or a little presentation being like, hey, we're going to announce not 2020's Game of the Year, but 2021's. And they're like, here are the nominees. And it was the five games that they have coming up in 2021. And then none of those win, and they announced that the winner is Loop Hero, which they hadn't announced yet. <laughs> and I thought it was an adorable idea. It's a, it's a deck-building roguelite from Four Quarters. Um, I don't know if Four Quarters have made anything else. I'm about to Google's, Google's them real quick. Um, let's see. Four Quarters. <gasps> no way. Four quarters made don't touch, please, or please don't touch anything, which is a fun fucking game. It's a weird fucking game, but it's also a really fun game. Um, I highly recommend playing it. Um, now I'm upset that I want, I might play Loop Hero just because of that. Um, or at least buy it. Uh, but yeah, it's a, with it being a deck building, because I'm not a big card person, uh, I might be able to convince Dave to play this. Who knows? Um... I think these first couple of things, yeah, these, I think the first couple of things are the ones that were announced pre, oh, they might be in, oh, they might be in order. Ooh. If it turns out they have the same level challenge as Slave Aspire, I'm sure Dave will try to. Yeah. Are you moving away from your mic? No. Oh, you got really quiet there for a second. It's because it's noise canceling and it's trying to not pick up my fork. Oh, okay. Um... I could. I don't know how to pronounce it. I, I don't think they. I can't remember if they said it during it. It's a new game called with T C H I A. I want to say Chai. Is it T C H I A? This is a game. Like I said, I want. I want to say Tachaya, or something like that. Um, Tasha. 
maybe Tasha. Um, all I know is that it is, it is cute. I thought you were just spelling the first part of Tychowski's name. And... Nope, that's the whole thing. Um, so it is. It was a. Uh, I called it basically a prettier or more like. How I described it anymore. Basically, you're a person that has the ability. You're this little kid that has the ability to possess things. Um, and it made me think very much of Mario Odyssey, because like the character takes over a crab and they can take over a coconut and move around and all that. Um, it looks fun. Uh, I'll probably get it just because you know me and indie games. Uh, no, it looks like a kitty version of Prey. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about Prey. Um, they announced Sea of Solitude coming to Nintendo Switch. It's the director's cut. Uh, Focus Home into Entertain uh, bah, bah. Focus Home Interactive revealed Shady Part of Me, which was basically a puzzle platformer where you control yourself and your shadow. Um, they showed off new near replicant, uh, the updated version of near replicant gameplay, in uh, Century Age of Ashes, which I think was the. What the fuck, Nate? Sorry. <laughs> My water bottle. I, you, I, mm. Wait, I thought you were using your headset mic. I am. Why I don't know it? why I picked that up. Wow. You, you, I'm not even going to get into it. Um, <clears throat> I, I think Age of Ashes was that weird dragon combat game. Here, hold on. Let me double check. It was weird because it looked like Dynasty Warriors... Like an open world hack and slash and dragon guard all mashed together. No, this one was just the dragon fights. It wasn't the ground one. That was a different game. We'll get to that later. Um, so it does look. Now that I hit that, I realize I think this is. These were all the pre-show stuff. So the first thing that got announced, that got some fucking hype moment going, was Sephiroth is coming to Smash Brothers. Yes. And I don't know about you, but I don't give a shit about Final Fantasy. But, I'd be right for some Sephiroth, because I really enjoy playing Clowns. I was about to say, but that was an announcement that got me hyped as shit. And like I said, I don't like Final Fantasy games. <laughs> I just love how as soon as he shows up, like, Cloud says his name. And I'm thinking, like, he's looking at this guy like, I just can't get away from this motherfucker. It doesn't matter which game I go to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fucking Kingdom Hearts, he's there. I made a joke. I was talking about I'm like, wait, I, I told Kim, I'm like... She, and I'm like, oh, they added Sephiroth. And she's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, you probably know his music. And she's like, I don't, why would I know the music? And I said, it, go, it, it sings his name. And he's like, what? It goes, Sephiroth. And she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, okay, we're going to watch We're gonna watch the trailer. And then it started playing the music. And the first time she, it did it, she just starts laughing. <laughs> it is like how the music starts before you even see him and everyone already knows. Oh, like, yeah. The moment. The beginning of One Winged Angel. It really was. Because, again, not a fan. But because of Kingdom Hearts. I know that music. Um, I also like how he sort of has that mode where he just goes like one winged angel and fucking powers up. Oh, yeah. It's called handsome mode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Maybe it's not in order. I don't fucking care. All I know is that we got the official announcement of Perfect Dark coming back. Um, I know that is crazy for a lot of people, and I know a lot of people are super hyped, and they're hoping that it will be incredible. Um, I played the original on Rare Replay, and all I'm saying is if the N64 had two thumbsticks, that console would have never died. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that one is being made by 
The Initiative, which I believe is a brand new game or Xbox Game Studio. Um, I think they were built by other things. I don't know. Who knows? It's basically uh, Xbox Santa Monica. Um, and hey, <laughs> if Santa Monica has some weird magic juju going on where they like make all games awesome, because that seems to be what Sony Santa Monica can do. Uh, I mean, it's right there in California. It's near Silicon Valley. I'm not surprised. Yeah, all the best people. Um, next up is, I don't know if you got into the, the alpha for it, but they showed off so much more of Back for Blood than I thought we would ever we would see this early on. Um, I haven't heard of Back for Blood until the Game Awards. I forgot. I either heard about it, forgot oh, about it. You forgot it, about it. You about forgot it. about it because it was a big deal when they when Turtle Rock announced that they were coming back with a game called Back for Blood. We're like, they're just making a new Leopard Dead. Um, we saw basically nothing. It's like, hey, this is what we're doing. And then this year they're like, hey. This is a cinematic trailer that looks fucking incredible. And then it's like, oh, you want more? Here's actual gameplay footage. And we're like, okay, we're in. <laughs> and I think everybody that was in chat and on stream were like, signed up for that, <laughs> signed up for the closed beta. Uh, um, now, this one is a little bit more that medieval multiplayer. It's not the weird, there's so much stupid shit. Um, there's Hood, Outlaws, and Legends, which is just a weird Robin Hoodie medieval multiplayer game. I had no, none, I don't think any of us had any interest in it. Um, Scavengers is a free-to-play action shooter. Again, these are all things that kind of came and went and nobody gave a shit about. Uh, I know you might care a little bit, but you can get a cyberpunk car in Forza, Forza, uh, starting December 11th, which is yesterday. That's weird. Why I think that? they're just adding the Porsche 911 that you can already get in Cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, well, this is a Cyberpunk 2077 vehicle. I don't know if it's a specific... What is it a specific video vehicle? Well, let me take a look here. Uh, Forza Horizon? Forza Horizon. I think it's the Quadra VTEC. Okay, so the Quattro VTEC. No Quadra. Quadra Turbo R VTEC. Okay, yeah. So this is the car that they showed off in all the Cyberpunk trailers. Yeah, so now it's in the game. And there is a way to get it in Forza Horizon 4. There's a way to get it in Cyberpunk, which involves story content. I'm not going to spoil that either. Oh, spoilers. Um, the next thing, I'll, go, I'll just talk about the fact that they showed more gameplay for uh, Warhammer 40,000. Which, again, I told, I told you, I'm not normally a Warhammer fan. That game looked fun. Um, well, that's the thing. There's a lot of the War... Well, two of the Warhammer games. You this can keep one, telling three us. Three of the Warhammer games. This one, Vermintide, and Space Hall are all like the game you just saw. Okay. Like, I'm just saying, like, there have been fun 40K games. People just won't fucking play them because they don't play 40K and don't know anything about it. Well, because I don't want to spend money on a game that I don't know if I'm going to like or not. Jeez, Nate. I uh, understand that. I also want to give a shout out. things in common with games that you like. I want to shout out uh, the developer of that game, Fat Shark, for having an awesome fucking name. Uh, <laughs> Fat Shark. Now here is my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments from the entire stream was the announcement of the Callisto Protocol, which is the new, it's a new sci-fi horror game coming to Xbox, PlayStation, and PC, not next year sadly, 2022, um, from the creator of Dead Space, Glenn Schofield. Uh is that the one with the space demogorgon in it? That's the one with the dude 
the robot freaking out outside the prison cell, cell and then his partner, his uh, prison buddy, throwing up weird shit all over his face. Um, we tweeted out our screen, a screenshot from our face's reaction to that moment. I am <laughs> super fucking excited. Because um, I've kind of hit that point where, like, I think Dead Space is old enough that it doesn't look good enough for me to go back and play a horror game. Um, it depends on what it's played on. No, I don't think Dead Space looks good anymore. <laughs> Dead Space looks amazing. For its time. For it its time. Good. That's what I mean. Like, right now, I'm like, there's games that look better. I mean, I play Phasmophobia, and it doesn't look better than that, but still. Phasmophobia looks like fucking shit. But it's still creepy as shit. Um, Open Roads was announced by Anna Perinina. Perina, Perina, um, Anna Perna, Perna, Perna Interactive in Fulbright. Uh, it is an open, or is it, yeah, Open Roads looks to be a narrative-driven experience that centers around a mother and daughter's road trip. Um, Fulbright uh, made... Uh, what? I'm sorry. I just looked up something for the graphics comparison for Dead Space. Yeah. Um, even on 1080p on PC, like ultra settings, they still don't look that great. Oh yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Fulbright, it, Fulbright are the developers that made Gone Home and Tacoma. Um, I've played Gone Home. It's I really enjoyed it. I have not played Tacoma. I own Tacoma. Um, they also. Oh, I didn't know that. They developed Minerva's Den for Bioshock Two. Which is like the highest regarded DLC for Bioshock. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that looked fun. Uh, they announced Disco Elysium's getting a new update, Final Cut coming to consoles or to actually PlayStation, I think, on its own. Uh, Dragon Age looks pretty. Um, it says it's the return. They showed the return of fan favorite characters. I don't know any of the characters from Dragon Age, so. Well, the elf that you saw at the end of the trailer there. Oh, I thought he was a werewolf. Well, there, there's an elf there. I forget if he's at the end of the trailer or middle of the trailer or something. I saw him just glancing up at the stream. And you recognized him? I recognized him because he is a party member you get very early on in Inquisition. Mm. And the I guess I can't really say it's a spoiler. It's an old game now. He's actually the main antagonist. Oh. So is he a good guy now? We're probably not so much, I believe you have a chance to sort of reform him in Inquisition. I'm not too keen on the details, but Dragon he's kind Age... of a tragic villain. He's not really doing bad things for the sake of like, muhaha, I want to take over the world of power and stuff. He's doing bad things for his own purposes. To so what is it? Is of... it it's Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age 2, and then Dragon Age Inquisition? Inquisition. Yeah. I hate that. That makes no sense. Dragon Age Origins is what A lot of people have hated it. And a they prequel. Said, well, here's the thing. A lot of people hated Dragon Age 2 because it was less of an RPG. It was more of an action game. Yeah. And a lot of people say straight up, you do not have to play Dragon Age 2 to understand anything that is going on in the Dragon Age oh, okay. game. Cool. You can literally jump into Inquisition, and the game has enough lore in it to just be its own contained experience. You do not need to play any of the other previous games to understand Inquisition. That yeah. was the first... I played Origins for a little bit, didn't get too deep into it, and then I played Inquisition, and I loved it for maybe the 10 hours I played it, and then put it back down. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, next up is one of my favorite games that was announced, Endless Dungeon. Uh, it's a new roguelite tactical game and spiritual successor to Endless... What? Endless, Endless Dungeon? What? No, that's not what it's called. They changed it wrong. That's not what it's called. I don't remember what it's called. I used to know what it was a, a spiritual successor. 
but that's not what it is. Dungeon of the Endless. Thank you. I'm like, that's not right. Um, it's coming to consoles and PC. It looks fun. It's like space, space, uh, dungeon crawler. Um, this next one is the game that we talked about that looks like it's a little bit of everything. The gameplay re reveal trailer was five and a half minutes long. Um, it was just of semi-pretty looking dragons and creatures. Uh, it's called Crimson Desert. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I don't remember if I looked it up. I meant to look it up. I think it's by the same people that made, yeah, Pearl Abyss. They're the ones that made um, Black Desert. Oddly enough, we brought it up earlier. Uh, I don't, I have no, I, it's just another open world action adventure game, but like, uh, I don't know, I'm waiting, I'm just waiting so much for someone to bring something new to that formula. The last, like, the last two games I played that were open world action that were very enjoyable for me was Breath of were, the Wild. Breath of the Wild and Witcher 3. Hmm. Um, I would have gone with um, Horizon Zero Dawn. Horizon Zero Dawn, yeah, that's that's definitely up there. Yeah. Um, that was unique in its own right. Um, I guess Witcher 3 was less unique, the least unique <laughs> out of the three choices, but yeah. the story and the character interactions is what kept me in the game. Yeah, and I just hated Witcher 3. That's me. That's my thing. Don't, I don't hate on it. I hate it personally. <laughs> I just did not enjoy it in any way. Um, Overcook game is pretty good. Shook everything. Overcook announced that Swedish Chef is coming. Uh, you can now play as Swedish Chef in Overcook too. Oh, excuse me. Uh, one of the prettiest looking games in the entire fucking thing was the indie game from it's from Scavenger Studios. Uh, it's called Season, and I believe that was the one that basically you're going around and you're investigating like, all right, like an ancient shit and stuff. I don't know. It looks really fucking pretty. Yeah. And like back in the days, maybe. I don't know. It's one of those things where like this could be like some old school tech shit. But like you're going around the world and learning about civil other past civilizations of people that no longer exist and all that kind of stuff. It looked really fucking good. Um, oh, this was the bathroom break area. Warzone season one trailer. Um... So that's what? Just a new map and some old characters coming back? Well, the map that's coming back is the map is the Battle Royale map that was in Black Ops 4. Yeah. Um, the characters are just characters that were... Both games have what they call operators, which are the characters in multiplayer. So all the characters from Modern Warfare and all the characters from Black Ops, which I've already seen in Battle Royale I've played, will be able to play together on the same maps. The weapons that you unlock in Black Ops Cold War, well, you'll be able to use those weapons in Warzone, which has led a lot of the top players to worry about things like weapon balancing. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, I mean, Call of Duty is what it is. I have no interest in playing Black Ops Cold War. I watched someone do a playthrough of the campaign. The campaign is more of this bog standard, like, here's some big set pieces and action pieces. Yeah. Here's a cool end level that's just as easy as the rest of the tutorial levels because the game just fucking holds your hand through the end level. The story makes absolutely no fucking sense, and I have no interest in it whatsoever because it's supposed to be, like, Cold War and Espionage and shit yet? like that. That's what Black Ops was supposed to be, and 
It's just not that. Like, it's so fucking stupid. Is Black Ops out? Yeah. Okay. Cold War's been out for a little while. Alright, I'm um, sure. Um, it's just, it, there, there's no reason. If you're not a fucking Call of Duty fan, if you're not in it for the multiplayer, there's no fucking reason to buy another Call of Duty. And there's no reason to buy this one, even if you are in a multiplayer, because multiplayer's fucking garbage. Moving on. Moving on to a very weird announcement that I knew, I, I thought I knew it was at the, what it was at the beginning, but then things more and more things happened, and I got very confused, and at one point we decided it could be a new Turok game. Uh, Arc 2 was announced, which is a sequel to a game that in no way looks like it's finished. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and on top of that, they also announced uh, Arc the Animated Series, which is going to be a origin story that is based on the game. Um, again, the main original game is not a finished game in any sense, in my opinion. Uh, Ark Survival Evolved is a game that you have to be into it because you've got buddies who like it and you enjoy playing it and all the wacky shit you can do in it, but I tried playing it before and I just... If the I game throws a... so many mechanics at you at the same time, it's yeah. just impossible to grasp what yeah. you're doing without someone helping you. You get hungry and thirsty so fucking fast. Not only that, you also get over-encumbered so quickly. And it's not just, hey, you're over-encumbered, get rid of the thing so you're underneath the weight limit. It's like, hey, you're over-encumbered, and now you have to wait a little bit before your weight limit fixes itself. I don't fucking know. Um, it's broken. That's what it is. Uh, another thing up next, one of the things that we were mo the most excited for learning about is Fall Guys Season 3. I know you don't care. We care. This is why I wish that Leslie was available for tonight, because we were hyped just, and excited. This Fall Guys makes me angry. I, I know, because you don't know how to enjoy things without winning. That's like the whole point of game. No, it's not. The whole point of I, game is to have fun. I just, I don't know. My brain must be broken, because I don't understand how you can have fun in a game where you get to play it for one round, and then fucking lose, and then don't get to do shit. Like you earn so little, so little progress if you lose in the first round of any game. You gotta get good, Nate. There's no getting good. The game's almost <laughs> entirely fucking random. Uh, okay. To a certain extent, I will give you that. There are other things that you it 100% has to do with you playing. Um, but no, they announced a new thing. It's a winter themed content, all winter themed content. Um, I believe Tuesday night we are going to be trying to stream it. Um. I think I'm, yeah, I think I'm good to be there for a night shift. <laughs> I'm not doing a night shift. Um, but yeah, you get to be penguins, you get to be a, a fucking Yeti or a Krampus, you get to be a narwhal. There's a game where you're basically trying to hold on to the little baby penguin from Mario 64 without throwing it off the edge of a cliff. Um, that shit off the cliff. It's going to be time. really tempting not to. They're, they're adding new obstacles, like there's these punch gloves and these launch platforms. The launch platforms are really cool. Um, <clears throat> but no, I, I'm excited. There's a whole lot of content that they're adding, a whole lot of new updates to the previous content. And um, I, don't know, I really enjoy Fall Guys and what they've done with it so far. So to interrupt for interrupt the stream for a moment here, you've got some background noise going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I can't. I can't help that. It's the heater. <laughs> okay. Anyway, on to the next thing. I could probably turn the gain down a little bit. Nope, that's up. <laughs> Can you hear it as much now? No. Am I loud? Am I loud enough? You are loud. Enough. Okay, cool. Now just turn the gain down a little bit. Who cares? A little bit of heat. Whatever. Uh, up next, a game that was announced like five years ago, and it's supposedly coming out in February. 
Uh, Outriders, it's not five years ago. I think they announced it last year. Just, I don't know, it doesn't look fun in any way. <laughs> um, ooh, here's the one. I forgot about this. This one got a good reaction out of everybody. Fucking Evil Dead the game. Yeah. It looks so fun. It looks like it's going to be a four-player, like, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know if it's going to be versus hordes or if it's somebody plays it as the, the evil characters. Um, all I know is that it looks really fucking fun. Uh, I don't know if they announced who's playing it. Who or who is who's playing it? We're playing it. Um, <laughs> who's playing the character? No, the I I meant the developer. Oh, the developer. Let's see. Um, Boston Games. As soon as I saw the book on the table at the beginning of the trailer, I knew what it was. Oh, I, as soon as I heard Ash. <clears throat> no, I didn't. I wasn't listening to the audio, so I didn't hear Ash talk. But I, I saw the book the on the table and saw. <laughs> I saw the Necronomicon on the table, and I knew. Oh, wow. This is weird. The only other game they've ever made is Cobra Kai Card Fighter. <laughs> oh, boy. So, you taking know. Some, taking some leaps and bounds there, aren't we? Hey, you know, sometimes that is the best way to do it. Yeah, so it's PvP multiplayer and co-op. Um, okay, we, we know you programmed this, this old-ass game entirely in Java. Here's a whole engine. Go make something cool. Java? you got to look at card games now, games nowadays. All right, it says, Work together as a team of four survivors exploring, looting, crafting, managing your fear, and finding key artifacts to seal the breach between worlds. Or take control of the powerful Kandarian demon to hunt Ash and his friends down while possessing deadites, the environment, and even the survivors themselves as you seek to swallow their souls. So, yeah. It does. So it is a symmetrical multiplayer. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm excited. It looks fun. I'll, I'd play that. Like, I want to play Dead by Daylight, but I don't know if I know enough people that want to play Dead by Daylight. Um, I'll play Dead by Daylight. Ooh, okay. Um, so, yeah, that was a really cool one. Followed up by a cute one. It was just a Nintendo announcing Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection, which is basically Ghosts and Goblins just re remastered. Um, and as well as that, they also showed off a whole bunch of other... Uh, basically bringing a whole bunch of classic games to this the Switch again. Um, I forgot what... Is it Capcom? I think it's Capcom. Ghosts and Goblins is Capcom, right? Ghosts. I believe so. Goblins, Capcom. I believe so. Yeah, okay. Uh, they showed off more for Returnal, which is a game that I literally have no interest in. The only live-die repeat game I give a shit about is Deathloop. Sadly, we didn't see anything new about that, but I'm okay with them taking their time and just getting it out when they can. Um, we saw the return of Fuck the Oscars guy uh, with Hazelight to show off their new co-op game, uh, It Takes Two, which is basically a couple is sucked into another world and turned into these weird dolls to work on their relationship. <laughs> Isekai. Through no, because nobody gets killed. Um, that we know of. I guess you're right, yeah. Where's Truckcoon when you need him? God damn it, enough with Truckcoon. Um Probably oh, this might have been the biggest thing for me. Super Meat Boy Forever got a release date, Nate. It comes out December twenty third. I cool. <laughs> am so fucking excited for that game. I'm sure you are. Well, you don't like Super Meat Boy? I don't like Fall Guys. Do you think I like Super Meat Boy? Yeah, but Super Meat Boy, you're only going up against yourself, Nate. The only person you can blame is yourself. That 100% is skill-based. I just bought a new TV. I do not want to put it at risk. <laughs> is all I'm saying. Use an old TV. 
Uh, here's something that I completely <laughs> forgot they announced or showed off. Uh, Oddworld Soulstorm. I completely forgot that they showed anything for Oddworld. Uh, well, speaking of old TVs, just real quick, someone did manage to hook up. Doing. Well, someone managed to hook up. Um, I think their PC to an old CRT television and get Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven to run on that. No lie. A four eighty i CRT monitor. That's crazy. Um. Another thing that got announced, uh, we don't play it. I've wanted to get people to play it because I actually do enjoy it. Elder Scrolls Online announced Gates of Oblivion as the next expansion, um, which e even though I haven't played it and I don't actually even like Oblivion, I was kind of hype for that fucking trailer. Because <laughs> as it was going, I'm like, wait a minute. I know what that book is turning into. <laughs> I, I could be down for some ESO in the future. I mean, I enjoy all the Elder Scrolls games, so... Yeah. I definitely enjoy Elder Scrolls more than... Or Elder Scrolls Online more than um, Fallout. But that's only because the way I play Fallout does not work in a multiplayer setting. Yeah. You can't just indiscriminately murder everyone for no particular reason. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You do that shit on a whim. It's not even out of ill intent. You're just like, there's a person there, so they must need bullets in them. I save before every encounter in case the encounter is boring and I decide I want to murder them. <laughs> you just have like an interest meter, and if it tanks out, you just go straight to fucking murder. <laughs> like, you know what? You're boring. The world does not need you anymore. Alright, we got a new uh, new trailer for Monster Hunter Rise. No interest from me. I know you... Are you a Monster Hunter person? I can't remember. I was a Monster Hunter person. I will be a Monster Hunter person again when I have more people to play Monster Hunter with who aren't yeah. all split between different fucking consoles trying to play Monster Hunter. All you gotta do, Monster Hunter, is develop cross-play. Do it. It's the new you thing. You know what? You know, speaking of Monster Hunter, there is... Here's the worst thing coming nope, out Monster Hunter related. Don't fucking bring up that movie. We're not talking about it. We're not even going to mention it. We're moving There's on. There's a new trailer for no, it. No, Nate, what did I just say? Um, so bad. Scarlet Nexus has a release window, which is summer of 2021. Scarlet Nexus, if you don't remember, is anime the game. Um, Yay! So like Kurt Vane. Basically. It really is. Um, <laughs> Master Chief is Master in Chief. Fortnite. Fortnite. But more importantly... He's already bought him. Hold on. Who did? James. Oh. More importantly... I've been playing Fortnite with James. You've been playing Fortnite, motherfucker, and didn't tell me? I mean, if you want to play Fortnite with us... Because I like playing... Um, Master Chief is currently in the PlayStation Store. <laughs> well, that's... So, yeah, they put him in the PlayStation Store... What they didn't do was put Kratos in the Microsoft store, but you yep. can still get them through the game on Xbox. Yep. And I wonder who was more open of letting them put their flagship character or one of their flagship characters on the other console. I mean, that's pretty obvious. But... Yeah. <laughs> um, Among Us showed off their new map, uh, which I'm excited about. It looks really fun. Um, they that's also... Right? Huh? It's an airship. Isn't yeah, it? it's the Topat Clan airship. Airship. Uh, it's based off of. It's like a reference to Intersloss other game series Henry Stickman. Um, yeah. There's also a Jeff Keeley mask available in the game. 
because why not? Um, but most importantly, and I, I've seen a lot of people not put this in there. I don't know if it's just for the new map or if they're going to do this for all maps moving forward. You can now, after like the beginning of the game, in after the start meet the meeting start, you can choose where you spawn, so you don't all spawn around the meeting table. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting addition. Um, I would love if they would like take hints from. Excuse me. Take hints from some of the games other people have made within for or within Fallout. Ah, fuck. What is it called? Among Us. Too many games. <sighs> like if they could have added in. Obviously, this is a very small team, and I'm not being like, how dare they not? It's like it'd be cool because I know people have been playing hide and seek, which I think I told you. Have I told you about that? Yes. Yeah, it's a really cool idea. The actual people can see everything um and they I mean, talk to each other the entire time yeah imposters have the smallest vision of the uh, smallest range of vision as possible uh but they when the game starts up they immediately cut communication so you have no idea what your tasks are um and i think that's a really interesting gameplay game type the other game type kind of took from the fact that phasmophobia has the uh, proximity based chat and there is a mod that now works with Among Us where you can play Among Us with proximity chat hmm. uh, another really really fun cool idea because um, it's great to be like hey let's go do this so we can bo both cover each other's back and then you murder the person um, <laughs> and there might have been somebody within earshot that heard you say that uh, I just think that's a really fucking cool idea um just walk up to people and tell them you're going to stab them. Yeah. Uh, something super disappointing for me, because I love Just Cause, they announced a Just Cause mobile game. That looks super fucking boring and bad. Um, it's a mobile game. Yeah. Uh, we got our first look at the, new, the first League of Legends story game, Ruined King, which... I was originally excited for it because they didn't say what it was, how what gameplay was. They just said, "Hey, we're gonna make a game that isn't League of Legends based off of characters from within League of Legends," which League of Legends has some really cool character designs. Um, but yeah, it's a really cool character designs and lore behind each of those characters. Yeah, but it's a turn-based RPG, and I lost interest immediately. <laughs> <laughs> well, at the very least, it is a way to bring more people into League of Legends canon who may be intimidated by the main League of Legends game. Yeah, true. Uh, so the final, and probably mo a lot of people might consider one of the biggest fucking announcements that we kind of knew was coming in some way or form, uh, they announced that the original Mass Effect story is continuing. Um, all we got was... so fucking I know. All we got was a trailer with, and people are saying maybe Liara, is that how you pronounce her name? That's who it looked like, Liara to Sony. Yep, in the it trailer, looks like Which makes sense because Asari are like some of the longest-lived sentient beings in the Mass Effect universe. Yeah, but what if this is like just a few years later? I mean, it could be a few years later. We see her pick up a part of like the N7 helmet. Yeah, I am just helmet. excited to find out which color ice cream was the right color ice cream. <laughs> Because with continuing gotta, that story... got to be synthesis. Well, no, that's the thing. With continuing that story, there has to be a canon ending. Um, I mean, yes, there does. But... I don't know. 
Because it's know, like, yeah, yeah, geeky words. Here, here's what I'm thinking, right? Is so yes, there's got to be a canon, a canon ending. Mm -hmm. The question is, is I'm, I'm stuttering now. The question is, is, is the game going to give you that freedom of choice at the very beginning? Or they just let you pick whatever ending you wanted, and they base a story off of that. I don't think they should. I think they should have their canon ending because this is yes, this is continuing that Mass Effect story. But no matter what, it is continuing that Mass Effect story without Shepard. If they bring back Shepard, I will call bullshit one hundred percent. I mean, I will too. Considering they killed him off at the beginning of what was it, Mass Effect Two? Yeah. Um. And then they just revive you later on through this Lazarus program that Cerberus has hatched. Mm -hmm. um, so you're kind of like this cyborg zombie, basically, for most of the game. Um, Shit happens. And then Mass Effect 3, you are supposed to be canonically dead. Yeah. Shepard's dead. No matter um, what ending you choose, he dead. So, you know, maybe it takes off with Liara recruiting new characters. Maybe you play as Liara, which would be neat. Yeah. Even though she's strictly a biotic, so maybe that'd be limiting with player choice. But uh, I don't know. We don't know anything about it. We we saw a cool trailer. We saw a title drop from Mass Effect. Um, we saw a lot of stuff we remember from the older games, which is neat. Andromeda being the shit show it was, let's just hope they don't fuck this one up. Alright, so that was really it for Game Awards. So, I know we took a lot longer on that than I wanted to. I guess not. We talked some bullshit around that. Um, but for me, what I was constantly interrupting the Game Awards for, excuse me, and I actually, during, before the pre-show, went through as much news as had been announced, uh, Disney had their Investor Day. Disney had their, Disney announced everything that was coming that was Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, even National Geographic, uh, which I only care about one, and I don't actually care about it, I just like the fact that National Geographic is gonna have a show called, uh, Welcome to Earth, um, Starring Will Smith. Huh? <laughs> uh, that's right. What was his full line? Was it just Welcome to Earth? Was that the full line in Independence Day? I don't remember. I haven't seen Independence Day in... Uh, yeah. Here we go. I found a clip. I'm going to play it right now. I don't hear anything. Well, you're not going to hear anything. <laughs> so the alien climbs out of the ship. He punches it. Okay, yeah. He just says Welcome to Earth. <laughs> but it's not Earth, it's Earth, right? Yes. Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if this is in any order specifically to anything. I'm just going through the everything announced by Disney during Investor Day from comicbook.com. Um, which they start with, when I'm excited, one of the things I'm excited for is uh, they announced Ryan the Last Dragon will have a simultaneous theatrical in Disney Plus release um, in March on March 5th. Um, they also announced some some stuff for basically Disney Plus is releasing internationally but with different names um, it's like Star and Star Plus Disney Plus Hot Star in India and Indonesia um, they announced a handful of series coming to Hulu uh, the only one that I think I was really interested in anyway was oh wait what's this um only Murders in the Building, which is starring Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez. 
couple other shows. There's one I didn't see this one earlier. Dope Sick, starring Michael Keaton, Peter Scar- Sarsgaard, and Rosaria Dawson. So I'm like, that might sound fun. Um, mm. <clears throat> and Handman's Tales coming back. Who I don't care. Uh, other new series. Oh yeah, American Horror Stories, which is basically just an anthology series within an anthology series. Uh, <laughs> uh, and of course, why why less man coming uh most importantly is disney announced an an alien tv show that's in development um mm-hmm. it is from fargo and legion creator noah hawley making the first tv entry in the ongoing franchise which should not be an ongoing franchise it should have ended uh but we keep going back to it to make worse and worse movies it's just how it happens um the best thing that's happened since alien 3 is alien resurrection or not alien resurrection alien isolation yes that's all i'm gonna say hands free of this um there are parts of those other two movies prometheus no prometheus didn't have any good parts but the other one alien substance i'm just gonna call it substance which i think (laughs) is is one of the metal gear solid game titles Um, oh, I forgot about this. There's uh, a game, or a game, god damn it, a show called Shogun coming. Um, I don't know what it's about in any way, but. Oh, you it's know, called Shogun, so you get It's you probably get about one. a Shogun. <laughs> this is, might not be the best way of. These are horribly put together. I've seen so many better lists of things. I'm going to hold on. Let me. Whatever, fuck it. If there's anything wow. missing that I remember, I'll bring it up. Um, I'm just excited for all the Marvel shit. That's well, it. so cool. Okay, now the, the Star Wars stuff is going to go through real quick. Uh, we got Star Wars Rangers of the New Republic announced, which I was excited for, and then I remembered that uh, it was rumored that Gina Carano's Cara Dune character from Mandalorian was getting another was getting a spinoff. I'm kind of like, eh, on, because she's kind of a shit person in the real world. Um, they they finally announced because people had been assuming it was happening a live action Ahsoka Tano spinoff. Uh, yeah, yeah, starring starring Rosario Dawson's take on the character, which I was happy with. Uh, John Favreau and Dave Filoni are involved with both shows, so that it makes me excited. Um, we got our first look at the Cassian Andor series, which is just going to be called Andor. Um. It's the Diego Luna character from Rogue One, if you don't remember. Which is, in my opinion, the best movie that Disney has made with the Star Wars franchise. Um, It is. It's good that they're giving us some backstory, because your first introduction to him is getting some information out of a dude, and then just murdering Well, because that's the thing. He even, there's like interviews with him where it, during that little, during this little presentation thing, where he basically was like, it was a bittersweet moment to come out on this premiere and everyone be so excited to meet these characters and see these characters. But knowing that this is the only way you're only time you'll see these characters, because the whole point of that movie is, Hey, we're not making it out of this. Um, I just want, I want a series for Donnie Yen's character. Can we get that? I want a series. Donnie Yen. Donnie Yen. The one thing that was kind of disappointing and I'm, and I'm still, I'm hoping we get, there is no footage or talk about K2SO at all in this in the sizzle reel and what we know of the series so far. I've um, killed a lot of players in Jedi Fallen Order. I, K2 is my favorite droid. Um, 
they're all imperial security droids they uh control prisons and shit like that you walk into a room where there's like fucking 12 of them in jedi fallen order wow do you just <laughs> throw your your lightsaber and like slice all their heads off no, it's it's fucking ridiculous. You have to fight them all. Ooh. The thing is, they come at you like three at a time. They're tough on their own because they take a lot of damage to fucking kill. Yeah. Um, it was it was not a great fight for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so another big announcement for the Obi Wan series. Everybody knows it was coming. Whatever we've known about it for a while. Hayden Christensen's coming back as Darth Vader slash Anakin. Um, Which some people are like, Hayden Christensen. I'm like, look, I'm who else are they excited. gonna fucking pick? Like. This Especially is supposed since, to be the interim between so, the end of the Clone Wars. Well, no, and that's the thing. It's it's a weird thing because, yes, Hayden Christensen, the last thing, the last movie he's in, we see him become Darth Vader. But when he becomes Darth Vader, how how soon after? No, because that is like right after, I guess, because they yeah. have to give him his arms and shit. The problem, the only problem I have with it at all is because i support him coming back except for the fact that the moment he's in that suit it's not hayden christensen's voice anymore it's james earl jones yes and james earl so, jones is knocking on wood still alive and <laughs> still has his fantastic fucking voice um, so here's the thing is there has been there have been voice actors who have done darth vader besides james earl jones right are there there are i'm pretty sure he didn't do it in jedi fallen order and you do hear his voice in that game Oh, okay. Hold on. We're going to look this up. Um, James Earl Jones did play Darth Vader in Rebels. Scott Lawrence played him in Jedi Fallen Order. Really? Ooh, that's weird. I wasn't and expecting you that the few voice lines he has are not off the mark. Like, it sounds like Darth Vader. Yeah, but Hayden Christensen might not be able to do that. <laughs> so there's a scene from uh, Star Wars Rebels um, where they go to this planet. They're trying to find, like, the Sith Temple thing, right? And this is where Ahsoka shows up for the first time in Rebels. Um, no. Nope. Am no. I wrong? This, okay. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, that is the last time you think you're going to see Ahsoka in yeah. Rebels. Because okay. it's well, her versus yeah. Vader for the first time. It's the first time that she's had to face off against Anakin since Anakin had died, To in her mind. In her, yeah. yeah. Well, she shows up. She's got a cool light, light, lightsaber. Says she's no Jedi after... Darth Vader kind of taunts her about it. Um, starts fighting him, cuts a part of his face mask. And you see it. And it says Anakin. And you see Anakin's eyes are blue instead of Sith yellow. Yeah. Um, and the voice that they do for it is a combination of like Anakin's more Hayden Christian style voice. Yeah. And, and James Earl Jones. Modulator from the Darth Vader scene. So you get kind of a nice blend between them. And that mixing was perfect. Like, that's not a bad mixing of the way his voice should sound in that state. Um, it gets, they did the mixing so that way when he finally tells Ahsoka, like, well, then you will die. That's the line that he says. Um, and as I turn back to yellow, they sort of modulate it so that way the Darth Vader voice takes over even more. Um, I don't know. I think Hayden Christensen will do a fine job playing Darth Vader. I don't think anyone has anything to worry about. It's, the character he played literally for three movies yeah well kind of no two movies yeah he, he was not the child that was jake lloyd there has been enough what ifs about yeah, like, yeah, we'll figure it out i i don't it, here's the thing i i i believe in it because i trust 
the TV side of Star Wars a lot more than the movie side of Star Wars. Because that's the thing. No Star Wars movies were announced during this whole thing. Um, the next thing we got... Oh, I might be lying. No, no. Those are just short films. Um, next Episode thing we got... He fucks off. It's all about Finn now. No, I wish. Um, but he's not coming back. He does not want to come back. Uh, Star Wars Bad Batch, we got a trailer for, which I did not expect so quickly after uh, Clone Wars. Um, that is the spinoff of the Clone Wars with the Bad Batch of clones, who were just different versions of the clones that weren't just the complete normal you yeah. know, clone. For some reason, every time I read Bad Batch, my mind just goes to Bad Bitch for some reason. Star Wars, the Bad Star Bitch. Wars, bad. Um... They also announced Star Wars Visions, which is a series of animated short films, which I'm also a fan of because I love little short thingies. Um, it says it's, it celebrates the Star Wars galaxy through the lens of the world's best Japanese anime creators. So we're getting Star Wars anime, motherfucker. Um, another super, super, super fucking excited for thing. They announced the Lando series. Hello. What we don't know is who's playing Lando. If it's not Donald Glover, zero out of ten. No, Billy D, man, he's still there. My yeah, he's still there. Biggest, I want to see young Lando. My it's biggest hope funny. is that we get both. I want it to be Billy D regaling his old stories, and it's Donald Glover playing. Show <laughs> huh? What's the budget for that show gonna be? <laughs> I don't know. When the real question is, when the fuck does Donald Glover have time to do another series? He's always got time, man. What are you talking? Do you know how busy that man is? Um, Star Wars. They also announced Star Wars: The Acolyte, which I think we know the least amount. Um, yeah, it's revealed that the Acolyte will be set in the final days of the High Republic era, a timeline that is set to be ex set to be explored in Star Wars publishing initiative early next year, which probably means comics. Um, I think that is the last of the Star Wars. No, weird. That's so weird that that was in between. There's three other things, but real quick, the last one was Star Wars Rogue Squadron. It is a movie. That's the only movie that they got announced. I forgot. Um, coming 2023, December 2023, from Patty Jenkins. Um, if you don't know Patty Jenkins, I believe Patty Jenkins is Wonder Woman. She isn't Wonder Woman, but she's the director of both Wonder Woman movies. <laughs> um... But in between that, they also announced the original series of Willow, uh, the next installment and final installment of, uh, they called it the final from what I saw multiple times, um, Indiana Jones. It's the last one that'll star Harrison Ford. Hopefully that means it'll be done, done. Please, please don't make <laughs> After this, don't make any more. Uh, and they announced an adaptation of Children of Blood and Bone, which is a best-selling novel. Um... It's funny, I actually brought it up. It's a, the coming-of-age coming adventure follows a young African girl's quest to restore magic to the forsaken people of the Magi. Um, yeah, I, I actually mentioned while we were streaming that, and I mentioned that uh, a couple of different people in chat were like, oh my fucking God, that book's amazing. And I'm like, all right, cool. Um, yeah, National Geographic announced a whole bunch of shit that nobody cares about. Uh, Disney Plus announced The Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Starring Emilio Estevez and Lauren Graham. Um, a remake of Turner and Hooch starring Josh Peck from Drake and Josh. Uh, some show called Big Shot starring John Stamos, Avetno Cole Brown, and Jessalyn... I don't... What is your name? Who are you? Oh, the 
cunt wife from Glee. The cunt wife from Glee. Yeah, That's she faked. Official. She, no, she faked being a pre- being pregnant. On her go. It's cunt bad. Wife from Glee. Jeslyn Gilseg or something. I don't know how to say it. Uh, they finally we are getting Hocus Pocus two coming to Disney Plus. I know everybody can't wait. Um. In addition to that, they announced a <laughs> remake of Three Men and a Baby, starring Zac Efron. Uh, <laughs> Safety, a film. Safety actually looks fun. A fun, good, like, heartwarming kind of thing. Film inspired by the story of former Clemson University football safety Ray Mc, McElrath Bay? Maybe? It's a lot of capital letters in that name. It's capital M C, capital E L R A T H, capital B. E-Y. Miguel Raybath. Rathbay? Rathbay. Miguel Raybath. Rathbay. Why do I want to say Raybath? Um, three new original movies inspired by the real life stories of Chris Paul. I don't... What? These are stupid. I didn't see any of this stuff. I also guess I just didn't care enough. Flora and Ulysses, a film that'll see a cynical young comic book fan and her superpowered squirrel sidekick. I'm in. Um... Cheaper by a dozen, remade from blackish producer Kenya Barish, Barris. I'm I can't read tonight, and starring Gabrielle Union. Gabrielle Union. Uh, Diary of the Wimpy Kid franchise is getting an animated movie. That's still coming out, I guess. Uh, we're getting a new Ice Age thing, but it's based on Buck from the uh, the one where they go underground and it's all nice and lush and they're like weird creatures are there. Buck is voiced by Simon Pegg. I personally love the Ice Age franchise movies. I'm sorry. They're bad, but lovable. Um, They announced a Night at the Museum series. Animated. Uh, One of my least favorite things they announced was the prequel, live-action prequel to Lion King. (sighs) Why? I don't fucking know or care. Um... I don't know. I just don't want live action. I'd be fine if it was animated and if it was like... Yeah, about... well, hold on. We got a couple more live action... We got a couple more live action things that I gotta bring up. Um, they showed off the rest of the cast for the live action Little Mermaid. Uh, we always, already knew that Ariel oh. was being played by Halle Bailey. Not Barry. Um, okay, well, I have to look this person up now because I have no idea who Barry Sebastian is being played by David Diggs, who, if you don't know, is fantastic. Um, King Triton is being played by Javier Bardem. Bardem. Ursula is being played by Melissa McCarthy. For some reason, Prince Eric is some guy named Jonah. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Uh, Scuttle, who is the very loud and crazy um, seagull, is being played by Aquafina. <laughs> <laughs> and Flounder is being played by Jacob Tremblay, who is the kid from Room. Or The Room? No, Room. Yeah, it's just Room. The Room is the bad movie. Room is a really good movie. Um, I clearly made a mistake looking this up now. Who? who? I looked up who, I looked up Haley Bailey and like her images for Little Mermaid and mock-ups that various artists have made. And of course, the first thing is about... Well, you know what it's about. I'm not even going to say. Oh, racism. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm not even going to say. Oh, yeah. Racism. 
yeah, that specific uh, thing uh, that uh, you were trying not to mention. A bunch of cunts is what it was is about. Um, they also announced a the live action. It's a room. It's been a rumor for a while, but it's a live action animation hybrid of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Uh huh. Chippendale will be played by <laughs> John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. Oh boy! I was so against this weird because I saw I remember he, reading the rumors I was so fucking against this and then I heard who they cast and I'm like I'm 100% in uh, <laughs> um, I think it's being directed by Kiva uh, yeah Kiva yeah from um, Andy Samberg's band group whatever I can't remember Lovely Island. the perfect dude yes short girl chronicles 100% it is a perfect duo. Um, yeah, he he also made Never Stop, Never Stopping, which I never saw, and I'm kind of okay that I never saw that. Um, <laughs> they're doing a live-action Pinocchio with Tom Hanks as uh, Geppetto, not Pinocchio. I know you thought I was going to say Pinocchio. But, uh, <laughs> Tom Hanks as Pinocchio. That'd be so fucking weird. I mean, he did that movie where they like based every character off of his likeness. Uh, Polar Express, the CGI Polar Express. They made everybody look like him. Um, you gotta have a certain character, like face and type, for Tom Hanks to play them. Like yeah. Pinocchio ain't it. <laughs> uh, they also announced Peter and Wendy, which is you know more Peter Pan shit. Um, <laughs> I forgot about this. I thought this was a joke. I 100% thought this was a joke. First, I'm they're they're bringing back. They're making a sequel to Enchanted. Um, it's called Disenchanted, which I think is that Matt Groening mo- show on <laughs> Netflix, but whatever. Um, and Amy Adams is coming back to play her character. Uh, this is what I didn't think was real. I thought this was a joke that somebody was saying on another podcast that I was watching slash listening to. With you. Who? Who's Yara? I feel bad and stupid right now. I'm going Google things. Oh, yeah. I, I, they're very rec- I know who that is, but I don't remember what they're from. Um, I looked at Yara and got a uh, Norwegian chemical company. Well, so. fucking write Yara and Tinkerbell, Nate. You'll learn things better. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yara Shahidi. Yeah, I don't remember what I've seen her in, but she's very, looks very familiar to me. Um, but oh yeah I still haven't said it I didn't think this was real Tyler Perry is set to produce Sister Act 3 I didn't see that coming in any way shape or form but they announced it and I'm like holy shit Whoopi Goldberg is back in Sister Act 3 I mean that's great and all I just don't I don't feel comfortable giving Tyler Perry the rings to anything right now yo wait why what did he do it's not that he did anything I just don't think he's He's very good at his craft. Uh, I think Tyler Perry is surprisingly talented. Um, he doesn't always make great choices. And by that, I mean a lot of times he doesn't make great choices. Um, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Did you see Gone Girl? He was great in Gone Girl. See Yara Sahidi in Blackish, right? That's why she looks familiar. Uh, so now, moving on to Disney Animation Series, which I'm excited about. They announced 
Zootopia Plus. I no longer want to see Sister Act. Oh, no! Tyler Perry's enough for you not to... No, I guess Tyler Perry's bad enough that nobody wants to see Sister Act 3 now. Um, Zootopia Plus. What'd you say, Nate? said Zootopia Plus. Yeah, Zootopia Plus, which is basically taking another look into the world of Zootopia. You basically are... they. I, from what I've seen, it's basically going to go and... Uh, yeah. It's one of the higher concept shows announced. Um, it explores the lives of various Zootopia characters through different inverse television shows. Like, So You Think You Can Prance in The Real Mousewives, A Little Rodentia. I've heard that so much of that I am a furry. <laughs> I'm excited about it, too, in all honesty. So, Zootopia is a fucking great movie. Um, they also announced Baymax. I should yell it, but I don't want to yell it. Uh, Baymax with an exclamation point. <laughs> Baymax with an exclamation point. Yeah, it, basically it's Baymax going around and trying to help people with everything, every way he can. Um, mostly hugs. Mostly hugs. Oh, I love Baymax hugs. Um, <laughs> they also announced two Disney Princess series. Now, I, saying that people are like, "Oh, how the fuck are they going to do that?" They're now they made they're making uh, Tiana or Tiana TV series in a Moana TV yes. series. Um, and now here's the fun thing we are at the point that I think there are kids that have never known that Little Mermaid Hercules and Aladdin all had cartoon shows about them and they were fucking yeah. awesome <laughs> Hercules cartoon show was great it was they all crossed over at one point I think all I know is that those great those shows were great and I'm excited to see more of it um Oh, they announced a new film. Uh, says, this fall, Walt Disney Animation Studios' all-new film, Encanto, takes you to Colombia, where a magical family live in a magical home. And that's all we know about it. Oh. Magical family, magical house. And yeah. we know that the music's going to be done by Lin-Manuel Miranda. <laughs> as long as he doesn't sing any of it, I'm perfectly fine. Or happy with that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. Uh Pixar. Pixar only had one thing I think announced. Was it? No. Oh, maybe they did do... I guess I overlooked a lot of the Pixar stuff. Um, yeah, they're doing some documentary kind of things with Inside Pixar. Uh, there's a collection of mini shorts called Popcorn which is coming out in January. There's an up spin-off series called Doug Days which is focusing on Doug the dog. Um, nice. Was entertained by that and forgot what I was saying. Oh yeah, new series following Cars favorites, Lightning McQueen and Mater, because people like Cars, I guess. Uh, <laughs> people guy needs a job. I did know. Here's the thing. <laughs> I will admit, the Cars Land in Disneyland looks fucking amazing. Um, but that's about it. I don't really care about Cars beyond that. Pixar's first original long-form animated series, Win or Lose, is coming out in 2023. This is the thing. They're pushing their stuff that far out, which is crazy. Uh, Pixar announced its next feature film, Luca, which we don't know anything about. Um, and from the director of the short, Bow, we're getting Turning Red, which from what I've seen, I think I found that earlier, it looks like a movie about, yeah, coming-of-age tale about an enthusiastic 13-year-old girl who they wrote Sold. Um, 13 year old girl 
who for some reason transforms into a massive red panda whenever she gets too excited. Uh, it will be the first Pixar feature solo helmed by a woman and the film is slated to premiere in 2022. Um, it like the facial expression of these characters really reminds me of Ardman. Um who the uh fuck, what are those things called right now? My mind's blanking. I love them. They're amazing. It's the stop motion animation guys. Walls and Gromit. The the look of the characters really makes me think of Walls and Gromit. Um Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Uh in here <laughs> The thing that kind of blew and broke my mind all at the same time, um, we're getting a Buzz Lightyear prequel. Where Buzz Lightyear is being played by Chris Evans. I'm okay with that. I am too. Buzz Lightyear animated show as well, and that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty good too. All right, Nate. We're in, we're in the Marvel stuff. This is the important oh. shit. And by the important shit, I mean the shit that most people in the world are excited about. <laughs> we got another trailer for WandaVision, where we got to see a little bit of everybody that's going to be in it. Um, I can't remember his name right now. Wait, Paul it's based on Buzz Aldrin. What? Are you saying Paul Bettany? No, definitive. But it's the original story of Buzz Lightyear. Is there an actual oh. trailer? Hold on. No, no, yeah. So here's a look. Here's a first look at the young test pilot became the space ranger we know and love today. I mean, if it was about Buzz Aldrin, I'd be all for that. But it's, <laughs> it's literally just, uh, it's just Buzz Lightyear. Like, he's adorable. That's so weird. I'm okay with that. If with that be if that's true, I'm I'm 100% in support of Chris Evans basically being a fictionalized version of Buzz Aldrin. Hmm. Hold on. Let's see. Can't you see this? I don't even have words. Oh, and to be clear, this isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin what? No. That makes no sense. I think he's fucking with people. This isn't Buzz Lightyear the toy. This is the origin story of the human Buzz Lightyear that the toy is based off of. But then Pixar tweeted out the picture saying, here's a first look at the young test pilot that became the Space Ranger we know and love today. Or we know him to be today. I don't know who to believe. I don't know enough about it yet. So. Chris Evans could be fucking with all of us. We don't know. My mind is broken. <laughs> God damn it, Chris Evans. You're throwing me off. Alright. WandaVision. WandaVision. Showed off, obviously, yeah, Elizabeth Olsen, Paul Bettany. Um, nah, see, my mind is blanking on all the characters' names. Because Kat Dennings is back as uh, whatever the hell her name was. Darcy. Darcy is back. Um, supposedly, wait, what? Oh, that's a rumor. That's not confirmed. Yeah, we mentioned the DuckTales TV show. Uh, DuckTales, the Mighty Ducks TV show. Um, I, my mind, I, that was one of those ones that I didn't see during the original event announcement, and I'm kind of like, 
who saw this coming? Why is this coming? Are they gonna get wasn't wasn't Keenan in that at one point? No. Keenan is, is in too many things. Yeah, Keenan Thompson's in yeah, Keenan Thompson's in Mighty Ducks. Alright. Bring back Keenan Thompson and I'll be happy. Uh, <laughs> it's not like SNL is a year round thing. Um so yeah. Kat Dennings is back as Darcy. Uh, Catherine Hahn is playing. They just have her listed as a nosy neighbor, but we're pretty sure she's the reason why they're stuck in this weird, partially part of the reason why they're stuck in this weird TV thing. Um, Monica Rambeau is going to be in it, who is, I believe, the grown-up... She, yeah, she's the grown-up girl from... Uh, My mind doesn't want to work tonight, Nate. I gotta help you. Gotta help me, man. Right, Captain Google Marvel. Google Captain Google Marvel. Google. Yes, Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, she's being played by Tiana Paris. Um, Randall Park is back as the the FBI agent Jimmy Woo, and supposedly Doctor Strange is going to be in it with Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, the other rumored thing in here is Evan Peters, which. I don't trust because yes, Evan Peters was the better Quicksilver, but he's also the Quicksilver in a universe that no longer exists. That's true, but our original Quicksilver went. Yeah, yeah, went. yeah, but oh. we're it's going to be a weird. Who fucking knows? We don't know what's going to happen. We're going to be in the multiverse. Um, but they they did confirm that all of this links directly to the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness movie. Um, which sadly doesn't come out until fucking 2022 now. Uh, I think that was supposed to be a 21 movie. Um, and as well as that, it also ties directly into Spider-Man 3, which we are not going to talk about today because there's too much. I want to do an entire episode of nothing but theories and rumors and everything about the next Spider-Man movie. Um, because God fucking damn it. What if uh, Spider-Man shot away from his butt like a real spider? Nate, do I have to just kick you out and I'll just talk on my own for another hour? Um, short girl, you want to pop in here? We'll talk instead of Nate. <laughs> you hit my limit here. I'm going to be fucking stupid now. No, <laughs> go <your> on. <laughs> um, they also announced that uh, America Chavez is going to be joining the Multiverse of Madness movie, which is she is another Marvel. America Chavez is such a great character. Okay, I didn't know if you knew who they were. Um, yeah, she's joining the movie. We saw more of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Uh, it was a cute trailer. I'm really excited about it. I still love that they aren't friends. What happened in the night show? I feel like there's a delay, and I don't know where the delay is. Multiverse? Spider Man? Oh, Spider Man shooting web out of his butt. <laughs> Because there is that... I remember there being a storyline... In the where, 90s, too. Yeah, where he, like, became, weirdly, an actual Spider-Man. Yes. Well, it was based on one of the comic arcs where, you know, he grows extra arms and all this other crazy shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and Aunt May, like, shoot him out of the house with a broom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the trailer for Falcon and Winter Soldier... I don't know. Have you watched all these trailers yet, Nate? I did watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. I love, I love that they're keeping the same dynamic that they had in Civil War, because those it's, two are fantastic. It's very buddy cop with an edge to it. 
bunny with an edge. Is the edge like the sign well, of, of wings? The edge is the fact that like they are they are working together almost out of necessity because they have this sort of link through Captain America. Yeah, they lost their boyfriend and now they have to become friends. Yeah, I mean it's like I get it. You know, what what happens in a polycule and one person quits? What you call? <laughs> so what happens in a polycule when one person quits? What the fuck is a polycule? It's a term for a polyamorous relationship. Oh, I've never heard that before. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm learning things. Uh, so yeah, nothing really new about that. It just looks really fucking good. It comes out in March. Um, Loki which I was not expecting to get as much as we did of Loki. Um, it just looks fun as shit. It's just little bits and pieces throughout the series. We don't know how much of it we're, we're going to see or get. or uh, We don't even actually have a date on that yet. Oh, no, we do. I love uh, it. He becomes something like a fucking time cop, apparently. <laughs> well, so that's the thing. I think he's an anti-time cop because he gets arrested by the TVA, which is the Time Variance Agency. Yeah. But then he's, like, employed by them to go fix things. Rip Dorito boyfriend. Uh, yeah, I guess he gets employed, but there's certain aspects of that. Like, I mean, he pretend he becomes D.B. Cooper, um, or he is D.B. Cooper, who knows. Uh, it looks fucking good. I'm excited. It comes out in May. We are, goddamn, next year is going to be fucking awesome. Thank, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Knock on wood. 2020 may have been the worst year that we had to deal with to get to 2021, which is just the year of great content. Uh, the world explodes. Yeah, after we get other things, please. Uh, we got a trailer for What If, which is the animated What If what series. What If is the single thing I'm most excited for. Oh yeah, it looks fucking amazing. Um, I love What If, I love amalgamation stories, I love all that shit. Yeah, and it's bringing just about every all the original actors coming back to voice characters, uh, including it's one of, I believe it's going to be one of, or it will most likely be uh, Chadwick Boseman's final portrayal of T'Challa. Um, we got oh yeah, Miss Marvel update. We got actual footage of Miss Marvel, which is incredible. I was not expecting that in any way. Um, it is supposed to be coming in, coming next year as well, late into the year. Uh, I'm very excited because uh, next to Miles Morales, Kamala is my favorite uh, Marvel character, just mm -hmm. across the board. Because it was one of those things, I never read Marvel comics. And then Miles in her both of them happen like almost at the same time in my mind how i followed comics at the point uh <laughs> and i'm like these two are amazing and i love them and everybody else is really annoying <laughs> yeah like no, I've, just... I've gone i've been i'm on record multiple times saying i fucking hate peter parker he's a whiny little bitch um, i've got these miss marvel comics and i fell in love with her instantly when like wolverine shows up in the comics and she completely <laughs> geeks out over wolverine being there <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the only reason I'm okay with the fact that I paid more than full price for the fucking Avengers game is because I wanted to play as her. I wanted to play a game starring her. And it basically was her story through the majority of that game. Mm -hmm. 
we finally got the confirmation of Haley Steinfeld playing Kate Bishop in Hawkeye, uh, as well as Tatiana Maslany playing Jen Walter slash She-Hulk, um, both of which I don't think are coming out next year, but they are a lot further into development than I thought they were. Um, both Mark Ruffalo, are you talking? What'd you say? No, I was just saying Haley Seinfeld. I didn't realize who she was until I looked her up and saw her in the costume preview. It, she looks um, great. It looks great. She was the girl in Bumblebee. Yeah, and more importantly, she was in fucking uh, the singing movie. She was a girl from Bumblebee. What is that singing movie? There are three of them, and I don't, I don't remember. Know. What but she was really good in Bumblebee. She was in Bumblebee, supposedly. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mark Ruffalo is going to be in She-Hulk as, I guess, the Hulk. Um, <laughs> and Tim, Tim Roth, <laughs> more interesting, more interestingly, Tim Roth is coming back as Abomination. Um, yes. So now... I wish he was a more stuff. I do, too. Uh, now, everyone from the first Hulk movie, the, the only Hulk movie in the MCU, is back, except for the guy that played the Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think so many theories have been used to try to explain it away. Like every time he transforms, if he does it too much, it like alters his fucking bone structure, which is yeah. why it looks different. Yeah, that's just explain it away. Um, sure. So we got we got confirmation on Moon Knight, and we got the announcement of um, there are going to be two Guardians of the Galaxy things. There's Guardians of the Galaxy or holiday special, and an I Am Groot series, um, as well as. Yeah, it's going to be a little short series, and it looks adorable. Um, as well as a Secret Invasion series starring Sam Jackson as Nick Fury and Ben Mendelsohn as the Skrull Talos. Uh, Armor Wars, which is going to be an entire show or entire series starring War Machine. Uh, I'm also a huge fan of that. Um, they confirmed Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy is set to arrive. Uh, or is is in production or whatever and being worked on and all that fun shit. Um, but of all of these, my favorite thing that got announced is they are making Ironheart series. So Riri yeah. Williams will exist within the MCU now. I've read absolutely nothing of Ironheart. It's good. I'm so excited for this. Yeah, I've enjoyed what I've read of it. I haven't read much. Um, they announced Christian Bale or confirmed that Christian Bale is playing Gore the God Butcher. In Thor: Love and Thunder, um, they also—I so, don't think it. Surprising his role as Batman. What's that? Surprising his role as Batman. Surprising his role as Batman. Batman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was also the woman that plays Lady Sif is also returning, uh, which is entertaining because now she is the only surviving member of Thor's little group. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure Helig murdered all of them. I just wanted, I wanted to see more of her and more of Natalie Portman and their interaction, their sort of little squabbles over Thor. Well, hey, you said head over heels for Thor. We kind of, we might get that, especially since she will be the new Thor. Um, the, the last two things that got announced, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, the, it's called, the third movie is going to be called, called Quantumania. Uh, so obviously, super excited for that. Jonathan Majors will be, or has been cast as Kang the Conqueror. Um, and Kang, so what throws me off? I'm kind of annoyed about this. Cassie, the Paul Rudd's 
in in the what I can't remember his real name, but Cassie Lang, who is Ant Man's daughter, was played by two different people in the movie. Obviously, the the girl, but now we jump forward in time, so she's now like a teenager. Um, actress. Endgame. The problem I have with it is. So who is this? Emma Furman, right? Is this the right person? Yeah, she was played by Emma Furman in the movie. Emma Furman is not playing her in the new movie. She's being recast by, um, what is her name? I just saw it. Catherine Newton, who is the main character slash the main villain of that new horror movie, Freaky. Um, which I still need to watch, and I'm super excited to watch that whenever I get a chance to. But I don't know why they recast her. I don't know. I, maybe the the other person. I. It's one of those. It's the f very few times during the MCU that I'm like, I guess you didn't think everything through, kind of thing. Um, it could have been an issue not thinking everything through. It could have been that Emma Furman was not available. Maybe. Um, or maybe Emma Furman just wasn't good enough to play the part that they planned or had not fully planned out yet, I guess. Could that too. It also could be, be a contracting thing where, hey, we contracted you this once and we just found somebody else that we could offer a better contract. I guess. Um, I am excited to see Jonathan Majors in another role because I fucking loved him in uh, Lovecraft Country even though he was kind of a dumbass for a lot of things. He made some he made some questionable decisions and choices and actions, but, you know... Are we I, talking about him as a person or him as a character? Him as a character. I don't know as oh. him as a person. I like him. You can't, uh, you can't really blame the actor for choices of a character. No, no, that's what I'm saying. It's more of like, I, that's I, I liked him in that role. It's the role that there were parts that I'm like, eh. Um, I am upset that he's playing a villain. I wish that he could be something other than that. Uh, who knows, Kang the Conqueror might surprisingly be a good guy or some shit. Kind of like the last Ant-Man movie where it's like, hey, Ghost isn't actually a villain. She's just fucked because of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, then, of course... Still my favorite Marvel villain. So. Who, Ghost? Yeah. Really? I mean, she's got... Everyone, of course, was riding Thanos' big purple dick all the way through Endgame. Um, not through Endgame, through Infinity War. Wow, through Endgame. Um, well, through Endgame too. Oh, he's the, he's the best Marvel antagonist ever. He's so great. And he's got all these complexities and shit like that. It's like, okay, that's cool. But then you have this character who's in one movie who has this extremely tragic backstory who is doing the wrong things for the right reason who gets a full character arc throughout that movie who has a badass ability who is redeemed at the end of the movie and y'all just fucking forgot about her apparently. <laughs> She, she still was is alive. So that's, that's the big thing. She is still alive and isn't dead. And that is a very rare thing for a good villain to have happen. There have been three villains that I... Because she is one of the ones that I agree that I think they did a really good job with her, in my opinion. But it's her, it was Killmonger, and it was um, Vulture. Obviously, mm -hmm. Killmonger is the dead. Um... He never got a redemption, technically. I guess no. Yeah, he never got a redemption. He had he he, he never really got heart. a redemption. He stuck to his fucking yeah. conviction yeah, throughout all the entire film. Um, <laughs> in like 
I thought I thought his performance was fucking great. Um, in the same thing, in Vulture is still alive, and he will be back eventually. Probably whenever they decide to do Sinister Six, if they get there, since they're fucking destroying the entire universe with Star. Gonna get into Spider Man three in another time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, those three are probably the have been my the best villains in the whole thing. Like, yes, there's been some good roles or good acting from all the villains. Mostly, we're gonna ignore Thor. Even though <laughs> Thor 3 was amazing. You know, yeah, Hela is a fucking badass. There are bad, early... I think the early villains are the worst villains. They are. They suffer from just being a stereotypical villain, though, right? Well, I mean, most of them are just the, the bad version of the good guy. Yeah. yeah. So, like, here's, here's a couple... The Iron Man villains, the first two Iron Man villains, or the first... Yeah, first two Iron Man villains, I believe. Wait, was Iron Man 2 the Mandarin, or was that 3? That was 3. Okay, so, yeah, that one. So, the Mandarin, the way they did uh, his villain, dumb. Um, and the villain from Iron Man 1, also dumb. Um, useless villains that don't really teach the character anything or drive the plot forward in any particular Yeah, way. but if you think about <laughs> it, that means Iron Man 2 villain wasn't that much better because you didn't even remember who it was. This is true. Fuck whoever that person was. It was Whiplash, and it was bad. Iron Man 2 is bad. Oh, Whiplash was, was one of the worst, too. Yes. They're, uh, all, they're all bad. They're all terrible. Iron Man has not had a good villain. Iron Man 3 was the best of, of the, the three. Or, sorry. Iron Man 1 is overall the best Iron Man movie. I like Iron Man 3 more than Iron Man 2 but uh, by a lot more of a margin than most people do. Um, mm-hmm. But that's also because I really enjoy that Shane Shane Black, I think, was the director of that one. I love mm-hmm. his movies, um, or at least the a good bit of his movies, because he made Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, another movie starring um, Robert Downey Jr. And The Nice Guys, which is basically the same movie, but in a different time period. Um, yeah, Nice Guy starring Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. Um, mm. Both great movies, in my opinion. I highly recommend both of them. Uh, but that, yeah. it, because it was very similar to those two movies is why I liked Iron Man 3. Um, Iron Man 2, yeah. the best parts about Iron Man 2 are mostly revolving around the relationship between... <laughs> between... Um, Tony and Rhodey mm-hmm. uh, and I'm glad I and I'm happy that that relationship got explored in that movie because it made us like Don Cheadle or it made it easier to accept the recasting with Don Cheadle I guess it um, did, but as far as I'm concerned Don Cheadle has played an excellent role as Rhodey and War Machine yeah um, I'm, and, and again think, I'm glad we get I to see even the chance he would have still done better than Terrence Howard <laughs> like, I'm just, uh, that may be me throwing shade but I do not like Terrence Howard as an actor um, and I do not like the fact that he thought so arrogantly that he deserved as much money as Robert Downey Jr. for, for what he done basically doing a background role <laughs> I will always love the whole the, the part where he looks at you don't like all the Iron Mans I can understand that like, my favorite of all the Iron... Like, overall, my favorite Marvel movie is still 
and I'm saying MCU, I should make sure I say MCU, because if you don't count MCU and just go full Marvel, it's fucking Spider-Verse. Um, but of the MCU movies, my favorite movie is still uh, Winter Soldier. It has been, since I saw that movie, it has been my number one favorite MCU movie, and it has never left that place. Um and I've, I've watched, I think I've watched that movie more than any of the other ones. Um, but no, I, yeah, Iron Man, the Iron Man movies are okay. The Thor movies, two out of three, are horrible. Um, which is why I'm glad we're getting another one that's made by Taika, because Taika's fantastic. Oh, I forgot, that wasn't in the list. That was weird. I just realized that. Taika Waititi is, is writing and directing, I believe writing and directing, a Star Wars movie. So, like, we get a Patty Jenkins Star Wars movie, and we're getting a, a um, Taika Waititi Taika. Star Wars movie. I just enjoy Taika Waititi as a creator of films because he just has fun with it. Mm -hmm. He doesn't fuck around, doesn't take himself too seriously, lets actors be themselves, and, and he knows how to uses make things to create excellent movies out of. Yeah. Um, um, why Thor Ragnarok turned out to be so much better than the other two Thor films. Because <laughs> they had fun with it. Uh, so the last thing that got announced, and I'm hopefully not missing anything, I can't remember if I'm missing anything, is they confirmed Fantastic Four will be directed by John Watts. John Watts is the guy who has directed, uh, I believe, both Spider-Man movies so far. He is also he's he's also still directing Spider Man three, but that makes me that makes me excited for what could possibly be Peter Parker's this the MCU's current agreement, um, Peter Parker's final film with Tom Holland as Peter Parker, uh, and that could be I mean I I would love if the introduction of Fantastic Four involves him because that makes sense to me. It would. I mean, there there is the whole storyline in which they do. I forget what they're called. They're in suits. It's the white like suit. Future, yeah, Fantastic Future Foundation. Board. Yeah. So Spider Man is in that group. Yeah. Um. At the very least, even if I, I feel like Tom Holland, it all depends on how much he enjoys playing Spider Man. To be perfectly honest, I think he would want to stick around. It depending on how well everything does. Man, I. It, I think he went through. He put so much of his own training into just playing that character. The problem isn't him, though. I think the problem still rests on Sony. Um, and I mean, does. who knows? Sony might be like, you know what? You can have Spider-Man. We will keep the video game rights, but you can do whatever you want with him movie-wise. Um, Sony has done great with the video game rights to Spider-Man. Yeah. They let Insomniac make really good games for Spider-Man, but they just haven't capitalized on the movies because they don't have the they don't have the talent. They don't have the foresight. And now Spider-Man is tied in as an intrinsic part of the MCU. Yeah, and we so, almost lost him once already. So to just fucking discard him like that would be not just tragic to fans. It'd be tragic to Marvel's bottom line. It'd be tragic to Sony's bottom line. Like, you've got to... Sometimes you just have to fucking let the chips, you know, lay wherever they fall, honestly. You cannot wrestle everything back into your own control. And Sony has a real fucking problem doing that, both with video games and movies. Um, so yeah, with that, we've hit the end of all the big news of both Game Awards and the Disney, or 
investors call meeting, whatever the fuck they called it. Uh, but because we are talking about Sony, I remembered one last big thing that has been confirmed. Sony's Funimation will now be merged with Crunchyroll. Sony has yep. is buying Crunchyroll. It will be the the purchase will be done, I believe, early next year. Um, so while as while Microsoft will now own Bethesda, uh, Sony will now own Crunchyroll. And I don't know. I have many mixed feelings about this. Um, as somebody that watches in, watches way too much anime, but also subscribes to both Funimation or yeah Funimation and Verve. I don't know what their plan is for both of those platforms. If they're going to merge it into one single platform, or if they're going to somehow try and keep Verve a thing, which won't make as much sense because most of the channels on Verve are still owned by Warner Brothers and AT and T. Yeah, I don't fucking. I, mean, I, I don't know. What I'm hoping is that they don't use it as an opportunity to just fleece. Yeah. Like anime streaming fans, people who rely on these services to watch their anime, because I'll fully admit, I will straight go back to fucking piracy if that happens. Like, and I mean, I, I, not... <laughs> I already pay for both. Like I said, I already pay for both platforms. So, if... well, I pay for them both too. It's just a matter of like, don't make me pay fucking fifty dollars, you know, a month to watch anime. Yeah, that would be fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but now they're like a weird. Duh. Yeah, uh, yeah, okay. Again, don't really like it. I get it. I completely understand it. If if this merger turned it into a way where it's like, hey, you're now going to get the subs and dubs faster. We're going to, as the shows are produced, you're going to get the dubs so much faster because now everything is localized. You're going to have people, I don't fucking know. I'm making shit up as I go along. Um, if if the good outweighs the bad, that'd be great. I don't see it happening. I think at best it'll be kind of a meh thing across the board. Um, the only thing that could go well is if it's like, hey, here is the flat rate, flat rate to get both Funimation Crunchyroll like you did when you had Verve. Because I at one point, the reason I got Verve in the first place was because Crunchyroll and Funimation were both on the platform. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Speaking of anime, Nate, you've been watching anything new? Uh, actually, not a lot. There is a lot of new seasonal anime out that I would really like to dive into, but I am so stuck in a Yu Yu Hakusho right now. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I am nearing the end of the Sensui arc, where they're trying to open the tunnel to Demon World. Ooh. Um, that means you're close to the end. Yeah, so there's only one more major arc left to go from what I remember. Yeah, um, it is a weird fucking arc. And so the Sensui arc is getting ready to wrap up. Yusuke and Sensui are having their final battle. His Sensui's most Sensui's original personality has just revealed itself in the last episode I watched, uh, Shinobu. Um, he's used this sacred energy ability he has, which is just like overwhelming and crushes everything around him. He explains it as being too powerful for the world itself to actually contain. Um, so it's interesting. I'm enjoying still watching this. I'm enjoying watching, you know, Yusuke go through his trials. And now we're at kind of a reversal where you, where Kuwabara um, pretended basically to give his life in the Dark Tournament arc to get Yusuke angry enough to fight Tagoro. Yep. Um, and now we're at a point where it looks like Yusuke may be doing the same to get Kuwabara fired up. 
because um, Kuwabars only uses Dimension Splitting Sword ability once against Seaman, one of the psychics that since we hired. Um, and he hasn't been able to resummon it since. So, and this we talked about this. This is like the third time you watched this show, but it's been so long that it's yeah. Because I I didn't watch Yu Yu Hakusho since I was a kid. That's yeah. Thing. So I didn't really understand like the deeper themes of it and things like that. But now that I'm watching it as an adult, I can appreciate it so much more. It's the same thing with Outlaw Star. Everyone has known Outlaw Star is like my favorite anime ever. Yeah. And Dave got me a Blu-ray a while ago, and I watched that. And I was like. I'm understanding so much more about Outlaw Star. Oh. Uh, so I've been watching a couple of things. A couple of them, it's me just catching up on stuff. So I am, I'm currently caught up 100% on uh, Black Clover, um, which is still in its weird, not technically filler, but it's not manga, it's not manga canon, it's anime canon. But it's anime canon that fills in a gap that was purposely made in the manga. Still weird and confusing, but I like the idea behind it. Um, I'm also fully caught up on on Fruits Basket. And we're getting to the (laughs) point where every episode I'm in tears. Um, If you have not watched Fruits Basket and you cry a lot, you'll probably enjoy this. Um, It's so many feels. Uh, and it's one of those things where it's not not it's not anything I don't know. Like I watched the original series, and that's that's the best part of it, though, right? Is everyone I watched the original series and I love Fruits Basket, but I'm not sure if I'm ready to take the emotional toll that a remake will have on me. So <laughs> like, Nate, do you know what happened? You only have watched the original series, right? Yes. There is so much more past that original story um because the ending is a very different ending it doesn't happen like that in the book or in the manga at all in in this series we're far beyond that at this point um i after when they originally announced that the show was being remade i immediately went and i because i had been putting it off i when the original series ended i'm like i'm gonna read the manga i'm gonna read the manga i got this let's go do this never fucking did it show got announced that they were remaking it i'm like this is the perfect time. I'm going to reread the or read the entire thing. Um, never finished it because of the feels. It it is I read I was reading the last like four chapters in bed at 3 a.m. and my wife wakes up because I'm sobbing. I'm reading this manga and fucking sobbing. Uh <laughs> and it's happy stuff. It's not sad stuff. I mean there was sad stuff. Okay, you did read the manga. Um, no spoilers, because some people haven't watched them, and just in case other people come into this later, don't. no spoilers. All I know is that I will be in tears for the next however long. I mean, this is one... There, There's supposed to be one more season, and I know that final season is all of the heavy shit. Because we've already gotten into the slightly heavy shit with the second season, and I know that this last season is going to be fucking destroying my 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 tear ducts um but on a lighter on a lighter more fun and entertaining series uh i've been watching by the grace of the gods which is who would have guessed it an isekai Uh, (laughs) um where he doesn't get hit by a truck he isn't murdered he dies from being overworked um Yeah, he literally just. He, works, by truck. he literally works himself to death. He falls asleep and just, I, I think he like hits his head, um, 
and dies. It, it's funny that you mention that because that is actually a real thing that happens oh, yeah. too frequently in Japan. Yeah. Because um, it opens up and, it, and it's it's this kid and he's just got a shit ton of different slimes. Um, like he trains all these slimes and all this shit and collects them. the anime. Basically. Um, and it's adorable and I love it and it's cute and it's only, I think there's only four or five or six episodes out so far. Um, and I would recommend it if you just want something enjoyable to watch if you're tired, uh, if you if you need a recharge from something super emotionally draining or from something super violent. Um, I also want to get back to uh, Mungo Stray Dogs because I never finished season two and I think there's a third season. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's also, I believe it's a new version or not new, a new new series based within the same world. Mm-hmm. Double check because it's Bungo to Alchemist or Bungo and Alchemist. All right, for some reason, I pull up Facebook because someone had tagged me in something, and I just found on Facebook Marketplace someone three printed three D printed little uh, Among Us characters. Oh, that's cute! So like a five pack of five different colors for eight bucks. And are you going to buy them? I don't know. Okay, cool. Good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, thought I found something interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I, I believe it is. In, oh, yeah, does I? Definitely. Okay. Oh. Oh. Ooh. Sorry. That was. Oh. I'm going to buy these. They uh, pop in half to show the little bone inside. Oh, that's adorable. Sorry. <laughs> I looked into it because I, I was like, maybe if I see something. I'll, I'll recognize characters or something and it really is it's Dazai who is one of the main characters from the original series so I'm like 1000% into this um, <clears throat> so yeah I'm excited I'll eventually get around to that after I finish watching uh, the original series I don't know that's really it for today it's been a long fucking day I went into work I got to work at like 640 and I didn't get home until I messaged you saying, let's do the podcast. <laughs> Not all that was work. I had to do some other, like I said, I had other things to do. But, you know, it's been a yeah. it's been a week. It's been a day. So thank you for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. Um, I want to try and fit in an extra bonus episode next weekend, possibly next weekend. Um, that will just be us literally talking. Literally, like I said, nothing but... Spider-Man news and theories and what we want and all that kind of fun random shit. Um, it'll hopefully not be as long. Obviously, this is a very long podcast. for It's one of our longest ones in a while. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited that we've got some cool stuff, ideas and planned for Space Time Taco. 2020 was shit for everything, just about. So hopefully 2021 will be the year of the taco. You're the taco. I'm trying I can't angle it to be with the background because my arm doesn't bend that way. Um But yeah. Cool. Go inside and play video games. I still have no sign off. God damn it, Nate. I really want you to have a sign off. Uh,